Chapter Twenty One of The Rover Boys in Camp by Arthur M. Winfield. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Reading by Matt Perrard. Chapter Twenty One A Tug of War. When the Rover Boys reached the vicinity of the Staten College, they found Alice and Helen in the dooryard watching for them. Mamma says you must come in, said Alice. She wishes to see you and papa wants to see you too added helen thank you we won't mind resting a bit answered dick the sun is rather hot they were soon seated on the broad porch and here mrs staton and her husband were introduced they proved to be nice people and both thanked the boys warmly for what they had done on the road i've told isaac clem about that bull said mr staton some day he'll do a whole lot of damage we are going to keep a good lookout for him in the future put in alice i don't wish to be scared out of my wits again before the boys left mrs staton insisted on treating each to a piece of apple pie and a glass of milk what did i tell you about the pie whispered tom say but it's all right isn't it yes indeed whispered sam the girls had a set of croquet on the lawn and asked the boys to play but they had to decline for want of time all had moved to the rear of the cottage under a wide-spreading tree when dick chanced to look toward the roadway and uttered an exclamation here come the other fellows now yes and look at the packages they are carrying added sam and the bottles came from tom significantly dick was about to step forward when tom caught him by the arm let us keep shady dick all right tom if you say so sam noticed that the faces of the two girls fell when flap and his cronies went past those are some of your chums i suppose said helen they are some of the cadets but no chums of ours replied dick oh they belong to a little crowd of their own explained tom we don't hitch very well so that is why we let them go by unnoticed we met them at the store in oakville said alice did they speak to you yes but but we did not want them to <laughs> said dick and then the subject was changed having invited the girls to come out and look at the camp some pleasant day the rover boys left the cottage and hurried along the road after lou flapp and his cronies i'll wager those fellows made themselves obnoxious to the girls said tom you can tell that by the way the girls looked what do you think they are going to do with the stuff they are carrying came from sam i believe they intend to smuggle it into camp replied dick and if that is so i don't know but what it is my duty to report them if you do that flap will consider you the worst kind of a spy dick perhaps but as a captain of the command it is my duty to see that such things are kept out of camp well do what you think is best better make sure that the stuff they are carrying isn't all right said sam they may have nothing but soda in those bottles they hurried along faster than ever but strange to say failed to catch up to lou flap and his cronies who were making for the hermit's den with all possible speed maybe they got scared thinking we might be spying on them suggested tom and hit upon the exact truth of the matter after that nearly a week passed in camp without anything unusual happening lou flapp and his cronies kept their distance and so strict was the guard set by captain putnam and his assistants 
that hazing became for the time being out of the question to pass the time more pleasantly some of the cadets organized several tug-of-war teams this sort of thing pleased tom very much and he readily consented to act as anchorman on one of the teams another team had pender for an anchorman with rockley and seven others on the rope let us have a regular contest said one of the cadets and all was arranged for a match on the following morning after drill the students were enthusiastic over the match some thinking one side would win and others favoring the opponents tom's crowd will win that match said sam what makes you so sure questioned ben hardy oh tom knows how to pull and how to manage the others and so does rockley know how to pull continued hardy and what is more he knows a trick or two that will pull your fellows over the line in no time i don't believe it hardy want to bet no i don't bet just the same i think rockley's crowd will lose although sam would not bet some of the other students did so that by the time the match was to come off quite a sum was up george strong had been chosen as starter and umpire on the green a line of white was laid down and the team pulling the other over this line would be the winner for the contest captain putnam provided a new rope of proper size to each end was attached a belt for the anchor men and there was ample room on each side of the line for the eight cadets on the rope all ready questioned george strong when the time had come for the contest already on this end replied tom seeing to it that each of his team was in his proper position and had a proper hold on the rope already here said rockley a few seconds later drop cried the teacher and down went the two teams like a flash each pulling for all it knew how but neither gained an inch at the fall so the start-off was perfect now pull for all your worth rovers cried one cadet all em over rockley's cried another steady boys whispered tom don't get nervous there is lots of time he was almost flat on his back with both feet braced firmly in the soil rockley was also down and it looked as if it might be well-nigh impossible to budge either this is a dandy tug-of-war said fred garrison neither has got an inch of advantage the rovers will beat the rockleys will win i think it will be a tie said another the strain was terrific and soon each member of the two teams was bathed in perspiration here is where you earn your rations cried one cadet and this caused a general laugh watch your chances tom whispered dick and his brother nodded to show that he understood both sides were glaring at each other the strain was beginning to tell but so far nobody had thought of letting up in the least but now tom saw two of rockley's men getting their wind as it is called they still held on to the rope but were hardly pulling at all up cried tom suddenly and his men went up like a flash down came the cry an instant later and down they went before rockley's men could recover hurrah the rovers have gained four inches came the shout and then those who favored that team set up a cheer it was true the rope had shifted over four inches rockley was angry but could do nothing mind yourselves wilson and brady he whispered don't let up a minute i didn't let up 
growled wilson it was chambers not much growled chambers i wasn't up cried tom again down up pull 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 down up and down went the team twice the second time hauling the rope forward over a foot then they went down once more and anchored as firmly as ever good shouted sam enthusiastically you're doing it boys keep it up are they sneered lou flapp just you wait and see he had a little roll of paper in his hand and watching his opportunity he blew the contents into the air directly over the team led by tom rover the paper contained pepper and it set several of tom's men to sneezing this trick had been arranged between flapp and rockley the latter feeling certain that tom and his followers could not sneeze and pull at the same time up yelled rockley pull 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 stay down roared tom down don't give in an inch but the cry could not be obeyed half the team was up and sneezing and before order could be restored the rope had gone over to the rockley side a distance of two and a half feet hurrah the rockleys are winning yelled ben hurdy haul em over boys down ordered tom what on earth made the men sneeze demanded dick gazing around sharply smells like pepper replied major larry colby who was close at hand would anybody be mean enough to use that perhaps up cried rockley once more pull 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 his team gave a savage haul as ordered and up came tom's men in spite of themselves then began a tug of war in dead earnest with a rope nearly three feet in the rockley's favor End of chapter twenty one